What's up, guys? Episode four. Welcome. We are so excited for you to be listening in today. We've got Casey Lyons on today's show, a 29-year-old former carpenter turned co-founder of a nationally recognized charity called Livin'. If you guys don't know about Livin' by now, you will absolutely love their mission by the end of this episode, a non-for-profit organization that revolves around mental illness. Livin' was founded in honor of Casey's best mate, a really great guy called Dwayne Lally, who sadly took his life after living in silence with his mental illness. Casey and his business partner, Sam, realized that there was a huge stigma that revolved around mental health and so many others were secretly suffering. So their quest to open up, educate and break the stigma started in hope that others who were experiencing difficult times similar to Dwayne could be open and honest and share their thoughts and feelings and reach out. This incredible movement has helped so many lives already and we just love everything that the team at Living stand for. Casey explains that their organization is all about living your life at the top and breaking the stigma of mental health by connecting, supporting, and encouraging one another to talk about feelings and challenges because at the end of the day, guys, it ain't weak to speak. Through the development of cutting-edge education programs, some pretty dope fashion apparel, and some really cool awareness initiatives, Livin' will launch a generational change. So watch this space, people. Let's unite to help people start living again. Awesome. We're on. All the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast show. Are you excited? Pleasure to be here. Are you excited? Well, you know, the rose between two thorns, of course I am. For guys who don't know, we've got Casey Lyons, who's the co-founder from Livin, which is a non-for-profit organisation um, around mental health and raising the awareness around mental health. Um, for people who don't maybe know your journey, I'd love for you to maybe tell them how it all started, because you used to be a tradie, right? How did you end up yeah. here? Oh, yeah, I used to be a carpenter. Um, started in, in the most tragic of, of circumstances in September 15th, uh, 2013. Uh, we lost my best mate, Dwayne Nelly. To a mental illness, uh, Dwayne lived with depression and, and bipolar for a number of years, and after his tragic passing, we were confronted by the shocking statistics that surround mental illness and, and suicide in this country, and we didn't really know where to go and what to do. So, but we knew we wanted to do something. So, uh, we created our own organisation, uh, Living, and, and yeah, we're going around school, uh, to the country, to schools, sporting clubs, businesses, and, and trying to educate people on what mental illness is, you know, warning signs, symptoms, where to go for help. Uh, all with a positive message uh, mm-hmm. and, and we're trying to reduce the suicide rate. Yeah. I love that. And because when you started, like what was your vision for it? Because it's, it's, it's snowball now. Like obviously this is your full-time job now. This is your full-time business. So how did it kind of – how did – did you have that in mind when you started or did it kind of just grow along the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, we didn't have a plan. Uh, we just – we couldn't find someone we, – we, at the start, wanted to raise money and give to a charity, but we couldn't quite find a charity that resonated with us or resonated with, you know, what Dwayne went through. So the natural evolution, we, we sort of became one. Um, we started selling clothes. We started some T-shirts for Dwayne's funeral, um, and, and we sold them for a bit of money, and we were originally giving that money to the family, but they kind of turned around and said, let's, let's give it to a charity. And that's how we, how we got started. Um, wow. you know, we, we use merchandise to push our message. It's a way to, to raise awareness, uh, awareness, but also money for the for the charity without yeah. having to, you know, continually ask people for money, 
and get give and, nothing, and give in, nothing return. in return. So. I love that. I remember when you guys actually started and I was like, what an amazing, incredible concept. Like your mission behind it from the get-go was always to empower and educate other people about something that has such a massive stigma around it and to just see your journey flourish and what you guys have created. Like I'll be overseas in America and I'll see someone with a living hat and I'm just like – that's for cool. Oh, my, my little brothers are decked out. Chris like, yeah, you're getting the wear and living. Well, yeah. we're very like, like that. That was the main reason we did it. Dwayne's biggest problem was the stigma that kept him quiet, um, mm. which stopped him from getting help. And there's there's plenty of help out there, but he just couldn't accept it because he felt different. He felt weird. So, at the core of what we do is that lived experience, and mm. that's how we feel we can connect with people, and, and it's relatable. Yeah. But on the flip side, we do have this this cool. I don't like to use the word cool, but we'll use the word cool. Uh, clothing brand. And I it, think it's cool. And we've been very cool. l- lucky with the, the <laughs> term living. It was just a term that Dwayne always used to say. Really? Um, you know, we sat down and, and we wanted to come up with a name. And I told the story about, you know, I had a birthday party at my house one night. And then this was when I lived with uh, Sam Webb, the other co-founder. And he was living in America at the time. And I was living in his house. And Dwayne put a, a chair through his ceiling. And I said, mate, what are you doing? He goes... Just living <laughs> with the cheekiest grin on his face because he knew Sam's a bit uh, OCD clean freak. He knew it would really, really upset Sam. So he's <laughs> trying to Skype him. But the next morning, you know, Dwayne's there patching the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was always saying it, you know, I'm just living. Yeah. With his cheeky cool. little grin. So, you know, we want people to be living. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just beautiful that it ties back in to Absolutely. what he always used to say. Yeah. And the legacy that has been created from him is so Amazing. cool so cool you know he was always the type of person that went out of his way to to help others mm. um he always had a big smile on his face and he was always trying to make people laugh so we're just trying to continue that legacy on yeah. and um and hopefully he's remembered in the in the right way yeah and in a good way amazing i love like your little motto as well like it ain't weak to speak and not some most of the clothes and stuff and i think even just the brand that you've created is amazing because like you said it's you see it here there never it's cool to wear it but even more so it's cool to wear for people who young people looking up for i know you've done a really good job in getting into the actual rugby scene as well and i saw the nrl footy show even was has pushed it and had a couple of announcements on there and stories on there so was there intention behind that or was that just kind of people who radiated towards that or? Yeah, well, when we started, we didn't have any money. So the power of social media, we just used who we knew and, and what mm. we knew. Uh, very lucky to have grown up with a few of the boys that um, have gone on to bigger and, and better things and, and they were more than happy to, to put their hand up. And and unfortunately, it's a catch-22. That's been all too common for us. We've got a lot of support because it is, is one of the biggest problems within society mm. today. So if we ever ask for any help or, or any support, people are more than happy to put their hand up. Uh, yeah. In a perfect world, we would have no help, uh, no support, and, and, Sam and our, Sam and I would be out there on the hard flog and, and the hard sell every day. Yeah. But, yeah, that catch-22, we, we do have a lot of support for that, for the bad reason yeah. and the wrong reasons. That, that brings me to my next question because you just mentioned, like, you know, you'd be on the sell. This is obviously a non-for-profit charity, but at the same time, behind the scenes, this is a business. Definitely. Any any charity, any not-for-profit has to be run like a business. Otherwise, you're not going to be around for very long. Mm. You know, if you're giving everything away without bringing anything in, you're not going to get anywhere. And, and that is hard because we are a charity and, and you do have – the root of everything we're doing is is the memory of, of Dwayne and trying to help people in similar situations. So it's very hard to say no to certain things, but sometimes they can be detrimental to the greater good of, of helping, you know, more or as many people as possible so 
that that has been hard the balancing act of that uh luckily we haven't had to say no to too many things um but yeah uh any other charity it, it is run like a business and um if it wasn't it wouldn't be around for very long yeah because people i think people forget like yeah that you're there to raise money you're here to, you've got a massive mission and but at the same time, you've left your job in trading. Like, this is your full-time job now. Like, you and your beautiful partner, Amy. Like, obviously, you need to guys pay yourself a wage so you can continue to live to continue to live this mission and share that. So It is hard. Yeah. Um, and, and Sam as well. Uh, it's always been the hardest thing for us. Um, you know what's right, what's morally right. Uh, we're lucky we've got a great board. Uh, we've got a great sounding board, at, you know, our lawyers, uh, accountants, and you know these are questions that we throw up to them, and, and it's it's a decision made by them. It's not made by us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's always it's a very it's a hard topic to talk about, and, and most people don't understand too. Like the the wider general public, they don't quite understand that. They expect yeah. us to work for free. I've gone from you know being a carpenter, forty hours a week, fifty hours a week, to working maybe double that sometimes and getting paid less than half. Yeah. And twice it's not about the money. It really isn't. Um, you know, otherwise we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, got married last week. That cost a bit of money. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got to buy a house one day. We're going to have kids. Like, there yeah. are hard costs in life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the bigger we get, maybe there's ways we can find, you know, other businesses we can start to help supplement that or... or yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I was... It's interesting, like you said, like a lot of people on the outside looking in, and this is the whole reason for the vlogcast. Obviously, you want people who are already in business or who want to get into business to actually know what that road and that journey looks like. And like they said, there's so many different forms of businesses, whether it's startup or franchise or like investments. Charity in day is a business as well. So, what's been your biggest lesson in your entrepreneurial journey? I suppose you got to put yourself out there and make risks. And um, risk, you know, getting it wrong. Mm. Um, from you know your losses can come your greatest wins, and it's all about being vulnerable. You know, if you're very, it's great to be headstrong, but if you're very stubborn and headstrong on certain things, you're going to be, you know, lose out to a lot of good things that are out there that you just don't know about yet. But asking a lot of questions, uh, we've been very lucky with that support. You know, we had a, a law firm come on board from the very start. That was Minter Ellison. They helped us set up the organisation as a not-for-profit charity. They help us get trademarks. Um, now, now we're very lucky we've got Ransom Law on board. Uh, they help us out with any of our legal matters. And we're very lucky just asking them questions, asking our accountant questions, because yeah. if you think you're the smartest person in that room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. And yeah. That's definitely not us. Like, I was a carpenter before. We had no idea what we're doing. But you follow your heart um, and be prepared to make mistakes. I think you go a long way yeah. to, to success. Did you know anyone that had already started a non-for-profit charity before? Like, did you have any no. mentorship or no. did well, you have anyone That's a help? good good question. Uh, mentor. I've got a personal mentor myself. We've got a business mentor. Mentors are, you've got to have them. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> they can help, you know, kick your ass. They can help put your head straight if, if you know, your head's in the clouds or, or wherever it may be. But yeah, you've got to have these people around you that help you excel to want to be better. But no, we didn't, we didn't know anyone that ran a charity or a not-for-profit. We certainly do now. Um, <laughs> we've met so many great people that run very similar organisations or, or different organisations. And you know, th- these guys, we learned so much from them. And, and they probably learned a little bit from us as well. And, and that collaboration, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Well, like, and you mentioned it before, the power of social media and the power of collaboration with you know, other net people with other networks. 
is so big. Like that's how small startups and charities and things are, are working and growing now because they're using their audiences and networks combined to deliver their message. I, I remember that. that when, what was that guy from Thor who came to Australia and got him in one of these Chris shirts? The next thing it just went crazy at Chris Hemsworth. Well, we're very, very lucky. Um, 15 years ago, we wouldn't have been able to have any of that. Um, yeah. You would have to have paid cold, hard cash for mm. an advertising campaign through your traditional media of you know print, television, radio. Billboards, magazines. Startups yeah. are so mm-hmm. lucky now. We can you know, sign up for free mm. uh, and, and the pair of that social media and networks, you mm. can get your message to anywhere in the world for free. Yeah. yeah, there's, you know, obviously different tiers where you can pay or pay influencers or, or sponsored posts, mm-hmm. all these sorts of things. But entry level, if you are on top of your social media game, you can really, really yeah. nail it and get to as many people yeah. and affect as many people uh, in a positive way as possible. And you've done a great job with that. Like the live, the live in social media platforms are crazy they're, they're killing it that comes back to the unfortunate reason you know a lot of people support us perfect world well we're trying to work ourselves out of a job you know it won't happen but that's what we you know like to say we're working ourselves out of a job each and every day and that's you know chris was told by a friend um, our friend was working on the on the movie set with him and he was told about what the shirt meant uh and, and the meaning behind it and how big of a problem it was and he put his hand up straight away wow that's so cool it's, mm. it is and and just like Chris and, and like any other normal person we're so happy to have any support Yeah. I still remember the first time I saw um, someone I didn't know wearing a shirt and it was just was that very cool? hum- yeah, humbling <laughs> um, it was in Burley I was like, even on the block I remember there's been a couple of episodes of the block and I'm like oh living 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 it's sick <laughs> it's all about who you know yeah. um, very lucky to have known you know good people uh, yeah. Clint and, and he was a great man Clint Amos uh Represented himself, his family, and you know, living very, very well on that show. Mm, that's cool. And so, a lot of people, I always say, we're kind of like the, we're the generation, we're the self-indulgement generation. We're all like, we're all woo, we were like, if it feels good, do it, and if it doesn't, then don't. But because of that reason, so many people start business, and as soon as it gets hard or it gets rough, like, oh, it's not for me, or I can't do it. Like they don't mm. have that grit and that long-term vision and that passion. Um, I know personally from knowing you obviously behind the scenes as well like this journey has been a hard journey obviously lots of highs with obviously lows and that's just life but would you mind even speaking to about like like the tolls that business does have on people like I know for you personally it's had a pretty personal toll on you yeah definitely well yeah that that's the beauty of social media again it's uh, you know we want instant gratification and, and people are only ever putting their best things up on social media and from the outside looking in it looks like we're killing it and we're doing you know this and we're doing that but you don't see all the, the hours and, and all the hard work that it took to get to that stage or, or you know, just even for little things. Um, last year was was quite tough, but even rewind back to when we first lost Wayne. Um, I was grieving and, and I probably still haven't fully, you know, dealt with that problem and, and I'll deal with that in, in good time, but it has been quite hard. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of knockbacks. For every you know mm. success we have, we have like five to ten knockbacks. But <laughs> yeah. that is business, and you got to keep going. But um, yeah. last year it was we were going through a rebranding phase. Um, we had a great agency on the coast help us out with a, a you know what we believe is um, a beautiful, amazing rebrand that's helped put us to that next level. And and the work involved in that was you know ten, twelve, fourteen hour days. Um, I was working, I, I couldn't even tell you how many days straight. And, and then I started neglecting myself, um, and, which is, you know, the opposite to what we preach. We're always yeah. preaching self-care first. And when it's your business or, or, or charity or whatever you want to call it, 
there's no one else to do the work. You've got yeah, to get it done. You're it. <laughs> so I couldn't. I had to sort of sacrifice the self care to get the work done. Otherwise, it wouldn't have wouldn't have gotten done. And um, I ended up yeah really really sick. I ended up with um, a form of arthritis, cirrhotic arthritis, which is um, mainly comes on. Well, you got to have psoriasis first, which comes on from stress, um, your immune system being run down. Spent a bit of time in hospital because I couldn't, you know, get out of bed and couldn't move. But um, back to the self-love techniques, and um, which I believe are also important. If you start any journey in business, yeah. you've got to have those self-care techniques in place, those strategies to help, you know, keep you happy because you've got to be happy outside of, of work yeah. and in your everyday life if you want to be successful in your business yeah. and, and vice versa. Because I read this statistic this morning, even that one in two millennials these days want to start a business. And it's cool. Like, we are the generation that we're really creative and innovative. But it's like so many of us, like I said, they start and they give up so quickly. And it's like it's I, I love that you're being really real and honest and raw about, yeah, like we, we put ourselves out there and we have some wins, but we also have so many setbacks. And yeah. that's your cost emotionally and physically too. A lot of ridicule too. Yeah. Uh, when you start anything and put your name to it, you've got to be prepared for, for criticism. Um, my, my life's completely changed now I can't be the guy that you know your, your typical Aussie bloke going mm. to the pub and, and carrying on getting kicked out or whatever because uh, I, yeah You've got a I, I have people coming up to me all the time yeah. why are you out here why are you drinking you, you run a mental health charity you shouldn't be drinking and that's only happened a couple of times and that's the extreme cases but yeah. you stop wanting to put yourself in those positions and, yeah. and you've got to be prepared for that and, and I am um, yeah probably because I'm a little bit older and, and I'm married now but <laughs> you ready for babies <laughs> you're married now that changes everything <laughs> don't you go changing on me that sounds weird but I mean you know if I was 21 22 maybe I wouldn't be ready to to pull my head in a bit so to say yeah yeah but yeah you got to be prepared for these sacrifices um you know you sacrifice late nights uh, sorry going out with friends to spend late nights in front of the computer you sacrifice I'd give up football football yeah. was my first love I wasn't the best player or, or anything, but you know, you were all right. Good. You have watched some of your games. I'm, like I, it was, it was what I loved doing. So yeah. I, you know, not being around the boys anymore. The uh, boys. It, it's hard to explain that that camaraderie and that team feeling. It's yeah. just something you know. That was what I did from you know six years old, and yeah. I had to give that up, yeah. um, which was fine uh, because we've got a greater purpose. I had to give up. I had to give up a high paying job in the mines. But it all comes down to, you know, sacrifice and that, and that higher purpose. Mm. And if you want it bad enough, you'll, you'll get it one way or another. Mm. Well, and that takes me sort of like, it makes me wonder, because, I mean, I know how hard you work. I've seen what you guys have done and what you do. But for those who are listening, maybe there are people watching or listening who want to actually start a charity or they're really inspired by your story. Like, what does a day in your life look like when you wake up and go to bed? Like, what type of work are you doing in a day? Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> of different work at the moment because we're still quite a small team um, mm. we might have a big reach and, and a big audience but we're still very very small so you know it, it involves meetings um, a bit of business development um, trying to set up collaborations partnerships uh, the orders we've got to do the orders and, and that whole um, apparel side of the business which doesn't run itself it's a lot of hard work <laughs> in that um, social media planning there's you know we talk in schools um, mm. so it could be talking in the schools, presentations. Our days are just here, there, and everywhere. They're always planned, but yeah. one day to the next are completely different. So different. And um, that's the beauty of being a startup. <laughs> There's, you know, you don't have a team of people to do it. It's, it's just you. Yeah, wearing well, all the hats. <laughs> although we highly recommend having people to help out you know, focus on what you're good at and try and outsource the rest, even if that's just for advice and you've then got to do the work. 
try and find the people that are the best at what you're trying to do yeah. and, and learn from them or, or let them help you. Love it. I was going to say, is there any other advice you'd give to anybody who's listening in and thinking they'd like to do something similar or they've got a, really, a cause that they're really passionate about and they'd like to work in that kind of space, whether it's raising money or... I'd definitely reach out to a lawyer first um, or, or reach out to us. Uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. Uh, it's, it is quite a complex um, procedure and it's definitely best to get some uh, legal advice first before you get started on, on any journey. But um, just do your homework. Um, is there a not-for-profit or is there an organisation out there already that's doing what I want to do? Can I help maybe contribute to them? Can I help strengthen what they're doing? Um, and then if not, just really do your homework on, on how you are going to make the best possible impact for the better in whatever it is you want to do. Mm. Because, yeah, chances are there is someone out there and you can collaborate. If not, you want to be able to do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. And I guess that brings um, you back to, like, when you are starting something like a charity up or any type of business, always be so strong with your why. Like, your why is obviously so strong. You, you're, you have never stepped away from it. It's never changed. It's always been, like, your mission has always been the same. And when you do have those tough days, like, I'm sure that you've gone, no, I'm doing this for a reason. Like, there's a reason why this is happening. Do you, like, do you have anything that you read or you've written or something, like, that's, like, your, like, the living mission that you remind yourself about? We do. But I've also, I've got Dwayne's name tattooed on my wrist, um, right wrist, so I'm always looking, I'm right-handed, I'm always looking down at that. Uh, we've got a big photo of him on the wall uh, in the office. And, and I've got a little photo of him next next to um, my desk that says, just keep doing it, do it, do it for me. Um, I'm, I'm watching. So that's, you know, inspiration's never far away. That's cool. Um, yeah, the job does get hard because, you know, you, you get so busy working, you don't actually hear about the, the effect that you're having mm-hmm. in the world. And when we get positive feedback, it helps kick us into gear and, and sends us to that another level because we've we have positively impacted someone's life and and to us that's why we do what we do and it's the ultimate compliment. That's um, cool. I was gonna say, yeah, what's like the biggest perk or what's for all this hard work? What's the biggest? For us, it's, it's <laughs> those messages of you've saved my life. Wow, um, that's awesome! I just got goosebumps. Yeah, oh, that's it, cool. you can't get better than that um, because that's why we started it. Um, mm. We we could never bring Dwayne back, but if we can stop one person from joining him, and that's the goal every single morning we wake up, you know, save one life. Um, and, and you know nine days out of ten we probably don't hear that we have saved a life but mm-hmm. you know when we do it just it's it's all the inspiration we need but on top of that we've met a lot of great people yeah, um, yeah. a lot of people that are in our family you know they do certain fundraisers for us around the country even around the world and um, they're now like family to us yeah and also the people that work within the space they're all beautiful amazing people and um, yeah we all get along like one big family how can um, people, like if people who are really inspired that are, are listening to this and they want to contribute, what's the best way for them to contribute to live in? Like, what do you guys need the most at the moment? We need people helping spread that movement, um, you know, purchasing a bit of apparel and, and helping, you know, wear it with pride. But if anyone ever asks you what it is, really tell them, tell, the story. Tell them what it is. Mm-hmm. To us, that's, you know, spreading our message without us actually being there. And that's spreading in an organic way. Now, fundraisers are great, um, but not everyone can do them. Not everyone has the time. So, But everyone can jump online and, and buy a hat or buy a shirt or buy something, a wristband. We've got wristbands that are cheap or, and just you know, really help represent and spread that word. Cool. And um, tell people it ain't make to speak. <laughs> and what's the vision going forward? Do you have some big goals and dreams for you guys and live in? Yeah, we're at a crossroads. Um, 
starting 2013 and, and we hit the ground running and we've been getting pulled from a lot of different directions and and we're just getting so big chasing our tails. Um, we, we've taken a step back last year and we engaged a, a consultancy firm and it's been a long uh, process, very noisy process, mm. um, but we're very, very excited to see what they come up with, which should be delivered any day now. Watch your um, space. <laughs> yeah, watch your space because, you know, the bigger you get, yeah, you get and pull in more directions and, and you're saying yes to everything and that's not always a good thing. Mm. But, um, the point of this was really focusing in on what we're good at, um, yeah. honing that and, and and just chasing that really, really hard and, and saying no to the other things and outsourcing that. So yeah. uh, in about a month or two, it's going to be a very, very clear cut um, vision. <laughs> um, the mission's always the same, yeah. but the, the process of how we're going to do it uh, day in, day out is going to be different and it, it, we're going to take it to the next level. We're no longer... I'm excited. You, know, <laughs> you can't do that to us. Yeah, you don't leave us hanging. We're no longer high school kids. Like, you know, we graduated from, from primary school to high school and now I think, you know, we're either college students or we've... Um, Man. Now, we're always going to be learning. That's the that's the beauty. Um, I love it. I have to admit, so even when I was working in child protection space, I know we spoke about this, like a lot of the services right now who are engaging with young kids, it's it's scary to talk about mental health. It's confronting, like you said, there's this stigma around it. I know they do like lots of play therapy and stuff to kind of make it not so daunting for kids, but it's so cool when they see like these cool young dudes with this cool apparel. And I know you, sometimes you had some rugby players come in with you going into schools and actually talking about mental health. So I think it's really cool to see that new space open up for kids and getting it spoken about at a younger age. Mm. Just trying to keep it relatable and, and, and go to where they are. There's no point in, in trying to treat them or, or talk to them in a way that they don't want to be treated or, or talked to. So just trying to you know, break it down, get on their level, yeah. um, use the power of our lived experience. But in saying that, we still got to we still got to do the, the governance. We still yeah. got to sort of keep um, all the important literature there, yeah. which which we do. Yeah. Um, last year we had a very good, uh, very good program that was um, researched and and we had some uh, papers uh, published. Published. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> published from uh, CQU. Yeah. Um, and, and that was very very promising. So. We just want to, you know, our goal is always to get bigger and better and, and always be learning. So for guys who want to go and follow you, follow your journey, see what you're up to, where can they find you? Website, uh, www.living.org. And then I believe now all our social medias are in line and they should all be whatever at living.org. Oh, cool. For a while it was, you know, a bit different. I suppose that's probably a good bit of advice. Whenever you're starting something... Make sure that name's available on social media. <laughs> Very much so because it, it, it can be quite hard and, and you're losing that. You could lose a whole big market by having a different name. Yeah. Or even if, you know, you want to be called Run and that's your, your brand name. There's no run.com and there's no run on, on Instagram, uh, Instagram yeah. and Facebook. <laughs> that is really good advice. It's, um, it's something to always be mindful of. Forward planning. Yeah, definitely. That's why mine has an underscore at the end because someone else has my name on Instagram. I'm like, damn it. And we used to have underscores too and that's that's the hard thing. Yeah. Um, so always try and, for, from a branding perspective, try and lock that in before. So they can find Instagram on their website. We'll plug and put the stuff underneath this as well. Email is uh, info at living.org um, if, if you've got any questions relating to mm-hmm. today yeah. um, in regards to our school talks or, or what we're doing or if you want advice, yeah. um, mm-hmm. that's how you can find us on the email. Yeah. Thank you so much, for Casey, for jumping on and joining us. It's a pleasure to be here, girls. It's, it's been fun. awesome. Lots of fun. <laughs> Good chat. Thanks, Casey. It's so hot. <laughs>